a change in the weather, my allergies, or is it the fact that I may or may not have come down with a little bout of comparisonitis? Okay, I know that was kind of cheesy, but I love cheesy. And I can't even eat cheese, so there's that. I'm so jazzed that you're here, as always. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You listening week after week, sharing the podcast, tagging me on Instagram, DMing it to each other. It's the coolest thing. I cannot ever get over when someone is somewhere wearing merch or something like that. And I'm always hearing these like really dope stories of like, oh my god, I listened to that podcast. And then my friend will text me and it's just, it's really cool Because a lot of times when you press play or publish, you're like, I don't know where the hell this thing is going. And it's so cool to see kind of like the fruits of your labor and uh, the ripple effect of your impact out there. So again, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And today, honestly, I really, what I'm kind of feeling is two different kind of subjects and they stem from the same thing. Right now, it's super nice in Boston. I mean, The weather popped and it's like everybody's attitude shifted. I like to say all of a sudden it's like everybody got put a little pair of rose sunglasses on and like everything's vibey and groovy and blooming and the birds are chirping. Everybody's attitude, at least here in Boston, feels like 10x. It's like we all came alive. It's like everybody was in hibernation, whether it be you know, like the bears and the Tetons. No, literally, like everybody's emotional level and and just attitude was hibernating. And then everybody's personality just popped the last couple of days just because it's warm and you feel good in your body. And it's like this, it, it's, it's wild. It's wild. Anybody who says seasonal depression isn't a thing, I've said this a million times, like oh, come to Boston because holy moly, it's like we did a 360. We just did a backflip on ourselves with at least, and I feel it too. It's like, whoa, it's like, oh, <laughs> Wow. Anyway, um, with that and with this big season change kind of comes a lot of changes. And what I'm seeing right now, what I'm hearing right now, a lot of is, you know, people are graduating. Boston is a massive hub for colleges. So there's this big change going on right now with all these college students, seniors graduating. You know, every time there's this seasonal change and this blooming and this shedding and this whatever, that can bring up a lot in us, right? We can have a lot of different thoughts. We can be feeling a lot of different type of ways. And so I really just wanted to take some time today to talk about change how to handle it, what it means for us, and also how to not compare yourself when you're going through different chapters in your life and when change is, you know, knocking at your door. Because I cannot tell you how many times over the last few weeks I've heard someone say, well, all my friends have jobs and I don't. Or all my friends have this and I don't. All my friends are engaged and I'm not. All my friends are having kids and I'm not. And through every season of our life, whatever is going on, I understand that right now, and we've said this a million times, I've said this a million times before, we are watching everything unfold in real time in a way that no other humans have ever had to process because no other humans have ever had 24-hour access to media, news, social 
channels where we are constantly being fed that narrative over and over and over again. So if we're in a state of change where we're a little unsure about our footing or our next steps to what, you know, whatever it is that we so want to embark on or the journey, what it looks like for us, we are constantly second guessing what we're doing because we're comparing ourselves to everybody else's journey. And in reality, that's actually going to keep us spinning and getting us nowhere. I've said it a million times, comparison is a thief of joy. We could beat that over and over. I beat that every time. Does anybody else think in TikToks? I'm like, I'm gonna beat that boy with a bat. Like I can't speak in normal English anymore. Like it's, I'm constantly running little snippets in my mind of what I see. That's, this is a perfect example of how influenced we are by social media. I can't even say certain things without immediately hearing a song in my head. It's insane. So that's a perfect example, actually, of exactly what I want to talk about. We are so influenced by our surroundings that sometimes it can get really murky in our mind of what what do I want? I yelled that in class the other morning from the notebook. There's a really iconic scene where Noah is yelling at Allie, being like, what do you want? Not your mom, not your dad. Like He's like, what do you want, Allie? And I just, I think of that anytime someone or I hear someone say, you know, like this is happening or this is what my friends are doing or this is what is expected of me. And at the end of the day, we cannot let those things seep into our mind and into our soul because only we know what was divinely put in our heart of what our passion is, what we truly feel like our purpose is. And the thing that's really going to light us up from the inside out and and give us that oomph to go out there and, and make it happen for ourselves and do this thing called life and make it a good one, right? Because I think there's so much pressure to have it look a certain way that we forget to get quiet and go inward and be like, no, what do I want? What's going to make me the happiest version of me? Because if I do it for someone else at the end of the day, then it's never going to feel good and right and authentic in my body, in my heart. And then why am I doing it? This is my life. I don't remember where I heard this. I think I got it from my friend Heidi, but I don't know if she heard it from somewhere else in the in the personal development coaching, rah, 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 hype girl social network that we have. But it's, you are a one-time mega event in the universe. Don't fucking waste it. I have that on a post-it in my bathroom because that is so true, right? This isn't a dress rehearsal. This is our life. You get one shot. I'm like, Eminem, you get one shot, one opportunity. This is everything you ever wanted, but for real, like for freaking real. And I think a lot of times we just are so influenced by what everybody else is doing and what it looks like for everybody else. And it's like, that's their race. That's their book. That's their story. And you have to figure out what you want your story, your book, your chapters, You have to figure that all out for yourself. And I really wish there was like this cool magical cocktail that I could shake up and just let you drink and and be like, voila, you did it. Bibbidi-bobbidi-boop. It's all yours. You got it. But it takes practice and it takes saying yes to the things that aren't for us to eventually lead us to the things that are for us. I call this the fuck yes, fuck no practice. 
The more we figure out the things that do not serve us in life, the closer we get to really, really narrowing down what does serve us. Close your eyes and visualize. I'm sure you've gone bowling in your life. It's the difference of bowling with bumpers versus not bowling with bumpers. And think about all your nose as bigger bumpers. I know that like that visual, but like if you really visualize, you know, you get the little bumpers. Now imagine the bumpers getting so big, they kind of like crowd the lane and your bumpers are like all the jumbo note, like no, 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 nope, not that. Nope, not that job. Okay, next one. The more you figure out what doesn't serve you, the more streamlined, like all of a sudden that bowling ball has no place to go, but straight down the middle strike because you've figured out all the ways that you cannot work, that you cannot function, that you will and will take, the boundaries you will not cross until all of a sudden you have this super jumbo yes. My friend Danielle McCleary calls it a full body fuck yes. And I love that because it's just so chef's kiss. And that's really how it is. It's like a trial and error thing. And yet that is what keeps people so stuck. I'm so afraid to make the wrong decision that I'm not going to make any decision. I see this so much with people that are just graduating right now. So if you are listening and you are just graduating or maybe you find yourself in a season where you want to go to the next job or go to the next thing, like sometimes we get stuck because we're so afraid to make the wrong decision that we don't make any decision. And so that keeps us even further from finding out what our thing is what is for us because we're not even willing to take the risk to figure it out. You're going to take a job that sucks. You're going to end up some, I mean, I'd say you're going to end up somewhere that you don't want to be. You're going to have a boss that you don't like. These are all just part of figuring out, like I said, what does work for you. And yeah, maybe you have to go there for a period of time. You're like, oh my gosh, this is hell. But you stay there for six months and then you, and then you jump. And then you find the next thing. I think the days of working at a company for 50 years, 25 years, however many years, are donezo. So you figure it out. But don't stay in the analysis paralysis so that you just keep spinning your wheels because you're so afraid to make the wrong decision. You don't do anything. You don't take any small incremental steps or make those little changes that we think are so insignificant, but in actuality add up to being the big jumbo shift in our life. Remember, it's not always about these giant leaps and bounds, these overnight successes that are so hot right now. Like we think everybody's just an overnight success. Thank you, internet. It's all about the teeny tiny tweaks and shifts that you make that you think are so insignificant and small, and I swear that's what moves the needle for you anywhere in your life. Jobs, relationships, friendships, like you name it. It's the tiny little things, almost the stuff that we pay no mind to. But then after a year of our compound effect of the positive changes and actions and steps we took, All of a sudden, you are walking over thresholds of doors that you were maybe rapping on, banging on a year ago, and you just simply glide over it into the next version of you. Holy moly, do I feel that.
back to change, back to change. I know I'm getting a little off course, but it's just because this is a topic I'm really passionate about because I've been a lot of places in my own life that I knew weren't right for me. I was like, this can't be it. And there is definitely a springboard effect of sometimes in certain industries, you have to do certain things to reap the rewards to get to where you want to go. I do think that sometimes you have to pay your dues. You have to earn your stripes. You got to figure it out. You got to fail. You got to fail again and do it better. And I know for sure I was definitely in places in my life. I mean, one of one of the funniest stories, I think, from being an executive assistant. So I know if you've been on this journey with me for a while, you know some of the stories from LA, but I had a pretty bad DUI when I was living in Los Angeles while simultaneously working for a very high profile uh, CEO of an entertainment company, CEO, CMO. It was extremely interchangeable. Basically, if you were an EA there, you did a lot of things and wore a lot of hats. So one day I was tasked with the task of going to pick up salads. I don't know what it was, but we just loved the chopped salad from the Ivy on Robertson. So if you know LA, you may or may not have heard of the Ivy. And one day, for whatever reason, I had to go get the salads for this big meeting or a luncheon. I don't really remember because honestly, I feel like I've blacked out a lot of the stuff from that era of my life for better or worse. Now, the thing that was extremely challenging about my job at the time is I had this device installed in my car where you had to blow in it in order for the car to start. I know, it was, Lord, did I learn my lesson the hard way. Did you have to make it so hard, God? And and yes, he did, because I needed to learn my lesson. However, I'm like, okay, I got to go get these salads at the Ivy. I got to go do this thing. And I'm driving there. You know, it beeps three times. You have to reach down. It's super dangerous. You have to reach down and blow in this thing. You're like taking your eyes off the road. And then the car will keep going. And what happens if, if you don't blow in it correctly or within a certain amount of time, it will lock up your car so you can't drive and also an alarm will start going off. I mean, talk about fucking trauma. Anyway, so I pull up to the Ivy. I had just done the thing. I run in and like the salads are taking a minute and I'm like, okay, I thought this was ready. Like, oh my God, I'm panicking. I'm panicking. Then all of a sudden I, you know, I get them. They they actually offered me a a glass of champagne when I was like in there. I was like, listen, I know this place is bougie. I just need these fucking salads and I need to get out of here before my car starts beeping. I get back in the car. The thing is going off. It's like thinks I'm drunk driving. It's going off. I'm like blowing in the thing. I'm like sweating. I have like 10 salads in the car trying not to spill it. I'm just like... (laughs) I was just like this I look up at this guy I'm like god this can't fucking be it like this can't be it bro like this is not this is not the vibe this was like before it was cool to say this is not the vibe I was just already in the energy of this is not the freaking vibe and I tell like that funny story because it just came up in my brain of like certain places in your life where you know you're not doing the highest version of what you were called to do but you're trying to get to where you go, you, you want to go. And sometimes the path is windy. 
It's not going to be linear from one place to the next and it's not going to be cute and sexy all the time and there's going to be seasons of grind and seasons of downtime and there's going to be places in your life where you're like, gosh, I, I feel the balance. I feel like I got it right. I like my colleagues. I like my boss. I like my friends. I like my job. I think that little girl in the mirror, that's that viral YouTube video from ages ago that's like, I love my house. I love my aunt. I love my whatever. If you haven't seen that video, you have to find it. It's it's a viral YouTube video. But anyway, it's just like you will figure out exactly where you need to be as long as you keep moving in the direction of what you think is right for you at the time and not put so much thought like and not put you the type of thought where it puts you in turmoil because you're going to have those highs and lows. You're going to take the job that's not the perfect fit. And you're going to have to still show up to it and figure out what am I supposed to learn from this situation that I can then take these skills and apply it to the next chapter, the next rung, the next level of whatever it is I'm going to. I think of it almost like a video game in a lot of ways. And I've used that analogy before. It's like, how do I beat this mini boss to get to the next level. I think of all the Mario, like Super Mario, how you have to beat one area to get the star and then you can move on. And and that's kind of like what it's like growing up. It's like you kind of do all the things you need to do in one level. You get all the stars and all the extra points and you meet all the people you need to meet. And then the universe, God, whatever you believe in is like, okay, next level and gives you some other kind of detour or challenge or something that you have to step up to that will eventually create the change that puts you in the place to get you to whatever the version is of you that you so very badly want and wish for as long as you keep putting one foot in front of the other and you keep showing up and doing this type of like due diligence that really is just life. This is life. It's the school of life. Just keep showing up and it will eventually happen for you. Honestly, that's what I do believe in my heart of hearts. I think the only place where we get super tripped up is by staying in the analysis paralysis of not making a decision because we're so freaking scared to make the wrong decision and by comparing our life to everybody else's. You are you and that is your superpower. That's it. And I think of what Victoria said last week on the podcast, you know, like a flower doesn't watch another flower bloom and be like, why am I not that pretty? Like, you know, you put a rose next to a whatever. It's like there are everybody is so different and that's what makes the world so great and awesome and cool and yet we look around and we say well why can't I have that or why don't I have that and and not in a way that I hope that it fuels you when you see someone doing something that you want that you envy it in a way that's not jealousy with like contempt or any negative crap crud around it but you envy them and it also in a way that's like damn look at her go look at look at them do that and wow that's proof that I could get out there and do it too I dislike very much that our humanness sometimes trips us up when we see someone doing something else that we're like oh I shouldn't do that take the podcast for instance I talked to hundreds of people about starting a podcast I want to start a podcast. Oh, and then they talk themselves out of it. Well, there's a million others out there. There's 2 billion podcasts. Who wants to listen to me? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, if you have that attitude, you're never going to fucking start. And, and never mind just the podcast. How are you? How's that attitude serving you in all the other facets of your life? 
probably not good if I were to take a guess. Hmm. It's all relative. Try and try again. Fail, fail better. That's it. That's really it. There's no easy button. There's, and that is the secret sauce. Just keep showing up. Keep trying. I wish it was cool and sexy and there was, like I said, like that cool tonic that I could create and shake up and, and give, but there isn't. It is it is just going again and again and asking for help and reaching out to people who have done it before and creating a circle around you of people that hold you accountable and hold you to a higher standard than you hold yourself, putting yourself in different networks, showing up, locking eyes with someone, reaching out, hey, how are you? making those connections and just doing it again and again and again. Rinse and repeat and you'll get to where you want to go. Stop comparing yourself. It's your race. It's not anybody else's. And what I like to tell my friends or clients or colleagues or anybody when they ask me, I'm like, listen, at the end of the day, you're the one that has to lay down with your head on the pillow and be proud of your decisions. And 10 times out of 10, I am never putting my head down on the pillow and and regretting going for it. I mean, if the whole freaking thing blows up in my face and I look like a total loser and it doesn't go my way and I consider it a failure, yes, I can have my pity party and I can like be all sad about it, but I'm never as disappointed in myself ever for having gone for it then putting my head on the pillow at the end of the night and it eating me alive that I didn't even try. Regret is the nastiest thing that we could ever grapple with because we cannot change time and we cannot take it back. We don't get that opportunity back. Time is not a commodity that we can get back. So you might as well freaking go for it. Play full out. Playing small does not serve us. So go for it. Stop comparing yourself. Just do. Engage. Take the job. Move towards the decision faster. And if it sucks, reroute. Seriously. Time is not our friend. And the faster we can move towards the things that we want or figure out faster what it is we don't want, the better off we're ultimately going to be. But seriously, the only thing that eats I know me alive, is not having gone for it. So you might as well freaking try. I hope that was helpful. I know my story in the middle about LA was really random, but I have these very clear thoughts of times in my life where I really was like, this is not it. And you just have to move through it. And when you know, you know. And you can do better. And that's sometimes all it is, okay? I hear you. I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna figure this out. I know that this is not the level of where I want to be and it's time for me to, to level up, get all the stars and connections and get everything I can out of this, this experience and then go find the next thing that's going to fill me up. And the more we do that and the faster we move through it, the quicker we get to that self-actualize, that best version of ourselves. And I know it's never quite attainable, but we can get really close. And I think that's a pretty cool thing and ultimately makes life really juicy. So yeah, I hope that you enjoyed this little snippet today. I know I certainly enjoyed talking about it. Some of my favorite subjects to talk about. And you got a little bonus story of a past Madison life, which is always really fun. 
I've been asking a lot lately for reviews of the podcast. They're super helpful for us creators and getting the podcast out there more. And this week I actually saw one from Honeybee. 52. It says, Hype Girl Extraordinaire. Madison knows what's up. She keeps it real and offers the best motivation. The show is for sure a go-to when I need a little pick-me-up. Honeybee 52, I appreciate you. I appreciate all of you for listening. I always say like, subscribe, share. If you feel moved, I would love to have you write a review. And until next time, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless.